This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. We will uh, talk about artificial intelligence now because it's a daily headline. Like, they're now starting to make, like, reporters. You're the artificial intelligence reporter, which I guess if you're without reporter, you could say, hey, do my job, artificial intelligence. It would be a better beat uh, or an easier beat. But, uh, yeah, it is an everyday headline where we find, you know, the next use for it. And the uses for it are endless, like whether it's writing scripts, uh, speeches, or, you know, essays. Hell, it could write this show. Uh, but if you end up in legal trouble and you decide to represent yourself, this technology can now be used to help that. It can uh, do all sorts of things, helping sort through thousands of cases, maybe finding uh, other precedents that have been set, draft court submissions, you know, legal terminology and understanding of next steps, you know, what you do after filing a legal document. So if you're representing yourself, this technology is being used now so that you can get all that stuff in an instant, you know, because it can understand and assess the legal patterns in past cases, and the idea is to help the applicant with their case and then offer next steps of, like, here's what you do. You know, maybe you make a counterclaim. Maybe you change, you know, challenge the case altogether. I mean, I worked courts for years, and I can tell you, getting information is uh, it takes a long time. So you know, if you're representing yourself, you've got to have uh, patience and, a, and a, a lot of patience. Is this the game changer? I don't know. And what could go wrong? That's the question. Ryan Fritch is legal counsel with the Law Commission of Ontario, joining us now. Great to have you with us. Well, thank you for having me. I'm delighted to be here. There you go. Uh, legal robots, they will be called, uh, already in use I- in the United States. They use them in things like, you know, medical, case, medical cases or divorce, maybe a, a home foreclosure. What's your first thought when you hear, hear of something like this? Uh, well, I think what we're looking at uh, is a potentially transformative technology that has uh, both considerable promises uh, and a lot yeah. of uh, troublesome aspects. Um, I think your intro was great. You outlined a lot of what the considerable promises are. Uh, the reality in Canada today is that most people do not have access to justice. Uh, to get access to a lawyer in this country, you either have to be very, very poor and be eligible for legal aid, or frankly, very, very rich and able to uh, mm-hmm. afford to pay for a lawyer. Everybody else is kind of muddling their way through uh, as self or unrepresented litigants, and it's a really, really risky proposition for them. What's cool about uh, some of the AI tools that have come out now uh, is that it can really kind of help uh, level the playing field a little bit uh, for uh, self-represented and unrepresented litigants because it can deal with the fact that law is mostly about mm-hmm. text. It's mostly language, right? Um, so yeah. even to understand a case is dozens of pages long, hundreds of paragraphs, very, very difficult for uh, anyone to to cut through. You can now go to a little chat box with the chat GPT tool and say, hey, summarize this case for me in two paragraphs. And it'll, it'll give you that, right? Um, it'll yeah. say, what, what does like a, a good landlord-tenant agreement look like? And it can spit a contract out. Uh, I'm going through a divorce. You know, what are my rights? Should I be able to have access to my kids? It can give you advice on that. 
So there's a huge potential here to uh, help level the playing field and improve access to justice for people. But there's a lot of concerns with how AI uh, does its business and whether it's giving people good advice or sending them down the garden path. Yeah, yeah, which is it was a concern. I mean, in court now, when you have someone representing, you can represent yourself, but they do assign a lawyer who kind of just sits there and takes, to, you know, collects the money, but will step in if there's some kind of, I guess, technical or language issue. Um, I don't think you could replace that person with artificial intelligence because, to your point, what happens when things go wrong? Like maybe it's thrown in something that isn't quite right, and this person who doesn't have a law degree or, or an understanding uh, just puts that in. Uh, you know, would you be then be able to appeal the case? So there are things that can go wrong, but I don't see it necessarily replacing something like that. That lawyer, or could they? Well, I mean, a lot of the debate right now is whether these tools are going to uh, supplant uh, existing uh, legal system actors like lawyers and judges and crowns, or if it's going to supplement the work that they do. And I think what we're seeing is that there's a lot of opportunity to supplement uh, the work that could potentially make the legal system more efficient, which means that it could help uh, more people. So that's really good. The challenge, I think, with uh, AI is that um, right now it's, uh, it's not yeah. really regulated, and um, <laughs> at all <laughs> like, like well, what, what are they waiting for yeah yeah and, and no one's really sure if the advice uh or the summaries or the documents that it's generating are honestly any good in fact uh, ai developers are very very concerned with the tendency of ai to hallucinate uh to literally <laughs> yeah. make, to literally make stuff up to give you basically what you're looking for um a, a great example of this recently was a, a really well-known canadian law prof said to an ai you know, give me 12 articles uh, on, uh, on, a, on divorce, you know, around a certain issue. And the AI did. And uh, each article had a title and a citation and a list of authors. But when the prof gave that list to his uh, research student to go get the articles, she found they didn't exist. The AI had made yeah. them. So if I'm a self-represented litigant, like this could really get me into trouble and really make uh, the judge mad. Uh, and so there's a lot of concern that while AI could help, uh, what's probably likely in the short term uh, is that courts and tribunals are going to spend a lot of time correcting AI mistakes um, that yeah. self-represented litigants and uh, and other um, like lawyers uh, bring to them. Yeah, I mean, as if we have uh, enough time or resources at this point to deal with all the issues, uh, you know, backlogging our courts. I, that's the last problem we need. I, I do see a role. I, I do see a role. I just don't see it uh, completely becoming a game changer for a system that um, is still needs a lot of updating. You know, it's not like we can appoint AI to be a judge on a bench. Uh, but it does raise, I think, raise some very interesting ethical um, issues that we are going to have to confront. And I, I don't know what government is waiting for other than government always waits till it's too late. But they got to get moving on this because it's coming at us now so fast and there are so many uses that they've got to get ahead of it or put some guardrails in or, or, or lots of stuff can go very, very wrong very quickly. You bet. I mean, courts are already starting to try and put some of those guardrails in. So a couple of courts uh, in different provinces around Canada have already established a rule that says, uh, hey, lawyers, uh, if you're using AI, you've got to tell us. Uh, and that's so it flags it for us that we need to take an extra close look at uh, the material you might be submitting. Uh, similarly, in the U.S., uh, a couple of lawyers who were uh, working for uh, travelers uh, who lost their luggage, you know, they wanted to file a claim yeah. against their airline. They actually used AI to develop all of their arguments and all of their research. And when they brought that to court, uh, the judge and the uh, airline's lawyer said, we can't find any of this. The AI made all of it up. Jeez. 
And so those lawyers got their knuckles wrapped and, you know, tens of thousands of dollars in fines for uh, wasting the court's time. Um, So this is kind of the reality right now. It's a little bit of a Wild West, for sure. Uh, And, uh, yeah, I think we're going to see people uh, coming at courts and tribunals uh, and even government decision-making processes with all kinds of AI-powered arguments and materials and and documents that they've drafted. And all of that's going to have to be checked. So, um, like the good old fashioned sourcing, you're just gonna have to go like the journal. Like you gotta source that, and uh, that that's that would be hard to source if you've got AI cherry picking all of what it's doing in a matter of seconds from every which corner of the web. That'd be very hard to source check. You could be there for days, if not weeks. Well, that's just it. And uh, you know, to that point, some people are asking, where does this AI get its legal brain from? What what yeah. is it being trained on? And what we found about some of the more transparent tools. Um, is they're they're actually training their 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 language tools on basically data and text that they've scraped off the internet, um, oh, and one of the, one of those places that they're scraping data from is like Reddit, which has like you know <laughs> ask me a question I'm a lawyer type thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, who knows what what kind of advice is is in that, and so people might actually be relying on AI generated uh, legal arguments that are coming from Reddit, uh, which yeah. you know might not be the best way to negotiate your divorce settlement, for example. Yeah, when everyone's an expert, then no one is an expert. So uh, stay (laughs) tuned. All right, Ryan, we'll talk about this again, I'm sure, but uh, I appreciate the time. Oh, for sure. Thanks for having me. That's uh, Ryan Fritsch joining us over at the Law Commission of Ontario. So yeah, AI is a thing coming at us. I do not think, and I, I, you know, it can't replace everything. But again, these lawmakers, our elected officials, wake up. Otherwise, AI is going to do it for you.